0: Factory Podcast. My name is Michael Dawson. This week is a bit of a coup. I've got Pam Grout on the show. Now big fan of Pam's work. A lot of what she talks about is the law of manifestation and the kind of woo-woo stuff even though she's a really well-recognized author and writer of you know articles and travel articles and all that kind of thing. But I want to talk to her about the law of manifestation. Okay here we go. I really want to acknowledge you doing this I'm so grateful and the reason is I even said in my email um, you won't sell a million books doing my podcast (laughs) (laughs) so um, I have the greatest of respect for you for doing it uh, today Uh, one of the things that's quite a highlight today is me kind of coming out about this woo woo I'm kind of coming out because I've kept it to myself Good yeah, for you. As a lot Good of us for do. you. And um, so, <laughs> but you've written twenty books, screenplays, soaps, TV, magazine articles. But you do claim that you only really say two things. And maybe that's where we should talk
1: Right. About. Everything's always working out for yeah. me. There's nothing to worry about. The universe has your back and everything's working out just fine. And you know, basically all my writing is some variation of those themes. in a way. You know, like, you know that do what we choose to focus on totally affects our life i mean so much so that i just read yesterday i'm so excited about this there is hey the uh, nobel prize in physics this year in 2022 was given to three scientists that did finally prove that the observer effect is what affects everything and that means that if you and i close our eyes right now It doesn't, nothing exists. It really is our consciousness interacting with what's out there that creates everything. I mean, it's so far out. In fact, these three guys have been trying to prove this for a long time, and the other scientists kept finding loopholes. Well, no, it's got to be this, it's got to be that. Finally, they closed every loophole, and there's no doubt. I mean, they won a Nobel Prize because proving that there is no such thing as locality. It's all, everything we see out there in the world is an icon basically helping us navigate this big, huge energy field that we live in. And so we create the stories and then we get to live in the story. So so my work's kind of about, if we, if we choose to live in the story of gratitude and joy, then our whole entire life changes. And that story is every bit as valid as the other story. You know, our culture teaches us the other story, you know, live in problem state, you know, live in, there's problems, you need to fix your problems. I mean, that's just a message we're taught from the time we're babies. However, there is another state of being, and that's what I call possibility state. And that is I basically what all my books are about. What other possibilities are there out yeah. there? So anyway, that's kind of the summary of my books. I mean, half my books are travel books. So, you know, those aren't about that. They're like, I did three books for National Geographic. So there are other, you know, topics.
0: I love what you say about the the physics. Um, I don't know whether you would have ever played, uh, there's a kind of, you could call it a game, but a virtual world, Second Life. And sometimes the game can't really keep up with your movement. And so things kind of generate just on the horizon. And that... We know because it's a digital game that they don't exist until the computer builds them. It's a similar kind of analogy, isn't it?
1: Oh, that is so cool. What game are you talking about? I'm not a person that plays a lot of games, but that is such a good analogy.
0: Everything in your life you made and made it happen. And this is the law. It happened to me. Everything everything bad, every job I'd ever had, every disappointment. (laughs) it felt like it worked don't you agree
1: i i do believe it is a law in fact i love noticing now that i'm really getting more and more into this whole thing about what the In fact, i really want to know more about what you just said these computer games because that is so fabulous but i notice when i wake up in the morning i can feel the story just coming in you know and that's the story from the past right so and that's the identity that I have chosen. That's the avatar, you know, that I've chosen for this particular life. But I love the possibility that I could choose a different avatar. I can do a different thing today, but it's only my repeating over and over. You know, I keep, I keep creating the same thoughts. I mean, I am definitely into trying to move beyond, you know, the reality that I see now. And I feel like I get all these examples. I feel like, you know, people talk about manifesting. A lot of people have been interested in my books for that reason, but it's more about like things are popping in, just like you said, in those computer games, because we're allowing, we're getting into a state where we will allow that to come in. So I believe it works 100% of the time. And we may have caught up, well, no, we not maybe, we have not caught up to the, the reality, but it is true. And I think you know, there's just really no doubting it, but, um, oh, we do doubt it, but there's no, I mean, it's true. It's been proven. So.
0: Yeah. There was something I noticed uh, the other day. Gratitude. Gratitude is talked about a lot. I know that I'm grateful for my life. So why do I have to say it and notice right. these things? I suppose, <laughs> is that because it's pulling me in a direction?
1: Yeah. Uh, well, that's what I feel like. I feel like, you know, We're all kind of here in this hologram as I see it. And again, we would want to live in a state where we grow and expand and enjoy ourselves, you know, have a good time. So if we, gratitude is just something people can understand. I think there's probably higher scientific ways to explain it. There's other things, but it just puts you in a resonant field where you start noticing, like if you're pulling out from this big, giant quantum field, if you're thinking, gosh, the world's great. I, you know, I love my life you start pulling out things that match that just as equally as you can wake up and say, oh gosh, life sucks and then you die or whatever. And then you're going to pull out stuff like that. But that's how powerful our consciousness is. It's so powerful. And we don't realize it because we just keep creating the same old computer program, those same old buildings, those same old things that are popping up in your computer program again and again. But we have the power to change it. And I think people are starting to recognize this you just mentioned that you're just coming out with what um do you work in a field where hey that's not you know i shouldn't be talking about this kind
0: of stuff i'm i'm lucky because I, from a, i'm a very lonely person from a work point of view there's me and my partner in france um but people people know me they know the kind of person i am now you have a great way in your writing and talking you have you're just a really Um, accessible way of talking about it. And you talk about the dude. How do we reconcile that against religion and, you know, what we might call catalogue religious beliefs?
1: Well, to me, God is a synonym for divine buzz, I often call it, or this field, the quantum field. But the reason I don't really like to call it God because there's so much baggage. And that was all... Created by our egos or the man-made part of that limited part of ourselves. So God, to me, or, or whatever word you want to call it, I call mm-hmm. it the field of infinite potentiality in, in the book that was the huge bestseller, you know, the FP for yeah. short, is yeah. that um, it's this its this energy that we all participate in. It's this energy that grows. Like if you fall down and your kneel scab over, that's God or that's that energy force that's working yeah. through us. And we form that energy force around our beliefs. So so anyway, that's what I believe. As far as the religion, I think people just got off track. You know, this incredible force that is miraculous, it's beautiful, it's loving, but somehow or another, (laughs) uh, you know, people got involved and turned God into a total jerk. I mean, who would want to hang out with the guy or have any part to do with it? The kind of thing that we <laughs> you know, God's like, oh, he's always following us giving us rules and telling us we're doing something yeah, wrong. And if yeah. we're not right, he sent us to this fiery pit. <laughs> Who's that? I mean, what oh, here's the sport, this coolest sport in the yeah. world, and we all think it's, you know, awful.
0: Yeah. <laughs> or, that's what However, but could God uh, does it matter? You know, could could the God thing be okay and work in that way as a vehicle? Um, I suppose it depends, does it, on your particular belief system? You've got the dude.
1: Right. I think a lot of people do find that force through religion, but I feel like it's a shame that more people don't. I think religion has gone off on a dangerous, well, some religions, but I do, yes, to answer your question, yes, you can use it as God. It doesn't matter what you call this force. It just matters that you use this force, that you – are aware of this force, so you can call it. I think I might have said one of my but You can call it Cosmo Kramer from, uh, you know, Seinfeld. <laughs> you call know whatever yeah. you want, it, but that, so that doesn't matter. What matters is that you actually become aware of it, that you look into it, and that you use it to your advantage, or you know, to yeah. be more loving, to be more open, to be more flexible. That is that is the truth of who we are. The more we are yeah. like God, if since we're using that particular synonym, for the dude the happier that we are and the more loving we are and the more open we are to hearing those possibilities that can literally shift, not only us, but the world about us that, you know, some might argue has it needs, needs some shifting these days. So
0: yeah, yeah. anyway.
1: Yeah. And
0: yeah. Um, one other thing close to that, but a conscious being um, means it knows who Mike is, knows what he does and etc. cetera. So I, I struggle with that. Do you? That I'm a conscious being? That No, no, that there is a conscious being out there.
1: Oh, oh. Um, I, You know, a being. That makes it sort of limited. So my way of looking at it, it's not so much a being. <laughs> as in being is kind of like the dualistic way of looking at things. There's like us and then there's the being. So I don't see it that way. It's like we're all part of that being expansion and so to divide it up to say it's a being that doesn't quite work for me but for people that it works for that's totally cool i mean i i don't regret anybody any way that they can use it to work for them and some people still need that like okay there's this thing out there that i can appeal to to you know help me you know uh, find the right job or you know they like that idea of something outside of themselves but i feel like my well, at least my spiritual goal is to be as connected, to be as aware of that mm. divine being that's in me, and being the divine expression, the divine buzz, yeah. the the field that's within me.
0: One of the things that came out in your work and what you said is, there's an assumption, really, oh, because oh, of yes. the books you've written that, oh yeah, it's great, you know, because Pam's got her shit together, she knows all this stuff, <laughs> and um, is is that necessarily true?
1: a work in progress and i feel like you know the people that read my books that we're on a team together or in a tribe together you know people that believe in this sort of thing i don't feel like i know more than anybody else i'm interested in this maybe and i read about this more and i use these experiments in my life i think about these things but i don't feel like i'm there i mean i don't even know where there is you know what i mean i but, but but i guess what i when i said that people believe you write a book And everybody wants you to come speak at their conference. So I, you know, I've gone all over the world. I've spoken in the Philippines. I've spoken in Finland. I've spoken in Peru. I've spoken in Japan to 1600 people wearing my face on their head. I mean, so people make these assumptions when you write about this. But I've always said the great thing about being a writer is you just get to write about whatever's interesting to you. So the reason I've written about these things about the field of infinite potentiality and about, you know possibility state as opposed to problem state, this is what I'm interested in. So I'm constantly thinking about this. I'm trying to become more in touch with that. But the fact I'm not there, because I don't even think there is there, there to be, but people do sometimes put me on a pedestal. Like I said, going to Japan and I met at the airport, I've just flown 14 hours, you know, tokyo and there's all these people wearing my face on there but they think (laughs) i know something that they don't know we all have that in us every one of us yeah my mission though is to erase all blocks for me being aware of that Mm -hmm. so that's i guess the why people think but no i Mm -hmm. i I don't consider myself a guru or you know anybody i'm just a person interested in this stuff
0: and so there's a general impression which something i've found Is counterintuitive, but seems to work really, really well. Is that idea of ease?
1: Exactly. We can make it difficult or we can make it easy. So I choose to make it easy. And in fact, see, I believe the world coalesces around our belief system. So a lot of people do believe that it's really hard or that we're miles away from getting it. Yeah. But we're not. It's within us joy peace love that is within us that is our natural state of who we are Mm. we have put up blocks from us recognizing that it is the honest truth so nobody has it any more than anybody else does um i i just have you know gone on a mission in my life to to become more aware of
0: it yeah i think one of your one of the words from the book was something like if your friend came over to your house and spoke to you like the newscasters do you throw them out Mm.
1: That's the story of our culture. You know, social media isn't there to, uh, you know, enrage us. Yeah. <laughs> and so when we're enraged, it catches their attention. I mean, this is all what I believe the social media, they want as many eyeballs for as long as they can get eyeballs. So they've just learned that if you can outrage sells, outrage intrigues people. But what I've often said to watch the news or to, you know, do too much of that, it's like putting a "please kick me" sign on your back, <laughs> like pinning a "please kick me" sign. Because it, it it's going to make you miserable. Um. So so yeah, I think the news media is is doing it kind of on purpose. Does it really tell the true story of the world? Yes. I mean, it tells an anomaly. That's what I believe is that what we learn on the news is an anomaly. It probably happened, <laughs> but it's not what's happening everywhere. It's not what's the truth of if you just it's statistically insignificant to be honest
0: what we see on the news um i don't want to take up too much of your time so i want to kind of draw to a close by saying thank you and obviously i've read a couple of your books i would love to know what you suggest um if you can suggest for me where to go next
1: yeah well eq just kind of takes further the ideas of e squared i've not talking about my books and then Think and Grow Rich, which, of course, is take off on um, Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich. But that's a big one about gratitude. And again, the purpose of gratitude is to get into that resonant field where you are joyful and you are noticing that. So you're pulling that into your life. So those are some books I can recommend. Um, You know, I guess what I would say more than anything for me is I'm not reading as many books and I'm doing more self-reflection, like going straight to the dude, so to speak. It's like, okay, what is mine to do? What do I need to know? And trusting that it will be shown to me. So I guess more than recommending another book, I would recommend really tuning in to your higher self, to that joyful part within you where it, that is in there, and just really surrendering to that. And, and and if there's a book you need to read, I feel like it'll fall off its shelf in front of you. You know what I mean? It's like, if you if you surrender to that, and um, then whatever you need to know next, whatever you need to do next will be shown to you. That's what I believe. So rather than recommend a whole long string of books, that's what I would say. Just really tune in and leave that space. See, I think what's happening now with social media and We're so distracted. If they can keep us distracted from this truth that's so apparent. I mean, the love that we really are and to think that we actually believe other people aren't love or that we don't see the light in other people. How is that even possible? If we knew the truth of the way the world was, we wouldn't even see this stuff because we've got these bad habits. So I am totally tuning into that higher self within me and asking to see everyone else that way and asking to be. Directed how what's mine to do now? What's who's mine to talk to? Who's mine to help? What book? If I need to read a book, is am I meant to read? So it will appear. yeah. And I if you haven't read my book, Think and Grow Rich, it, it starts out with saying that ever since I wrote E squared and EQ, people send me these emails. You are never gonna believe it. I mean, it's like, whoa, I'm just so blown away. So I hear that a lot. But then every now and then, this is what I say in the beginning of that book, I get an email from somebody that says, Yeah, it didn't work for me. <laughs> so what do I do? And you know, that's what happened. Well, that's because their belief system hasn't grown to let that happen. So, and to me, it's just, I'm into easy. So gratitude is just easy. Start doing gratitude. I mean, there's so many ways you can meditate, you can visualize. I mean, the affirmations, there's a million ways to get more in touch with the dude, this higher self. But to me, gratitude's a good way to get in that, get in touch with that well where are you from originally where's that accent
0: oh from? i'm from the north of england manchester oh, okay. in, in the united kingdom yeah and we, okay. we have emigrated to reside in normandy in france um,
1: that sounds good well i want to tell you you mentioned I, I was very intrigued by your email you said I, I won't sell a million books or whatever as you said like that because I'm not out there to sell a million books. That's not my goal. My goal is to connect with people that are interested in this kind of thing. And for whatever reason, you you have kind of a funny approach and I just really like, yeah, I want to That's talk really to that can. guy. So anyway, thank you for that. Yeah.
0: Is that probably the final message really? Let it go. Oh,
1: yeah, for sure. The more we start looking for that and the more we're open to that, the more those kind of stories start coming in. Like your story about the um about the painting that you were able to switch. I, I'm, I have what I call these possibility posses. And it's my friends. And we talk about this. We want to talk about what's going right. Anyway, one of the things we'll say when someone will tell a story like that, we, we share those kind of stories because that keeps the conversation going. We'll go, well, duh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Rather than thinking, oh, that's so remarkable. It's like, no, that's how the world works. So the more we see it that that's how, just how the world works, the more that's what we're going to see. So anyway, I, I'll say, well, duh.
0: <laughs> and before this Cuts off. I really appreciate it. It says a lot about you to do this podcast. Really, really means a lot to me. Um, Thank you so much for all your work. Books are awesome. And um, that's it. Thank you, Pam. Thank
1: you, Michael. I'm glad we finally made this work.
0: (laughs) There you go. That's a quick conversation with Pam Grant. I'm really pleased that we managed to get her on the show. I know it was short but the reason it was short is I was totally paranoid about um, taking up so much of the time felt like it was a bit of a coup but do go to her website spend some time checking out the resources and um, I would recommend grabbing a book in either paper or audio form in the links around this video somewhere. Thank you for being there this is the Action Factory podcast my name is Michael Dawson and we'll be back soon.